Kura, this program is brought to you by Wellington Access Radio. Wellington Access Radio, make your voice heard. Koto, no my harimai. Welcome to B Side Stories on Wellington Access Radio 106.1 FM. Hope you're having a good day. Hope uh, hope your week's going well. Uh, my name is David. It's my first show on B Side Stories for the year. It's great to be back. Hope uh, hope everything in Pornicky is treating you well. Uh, I've got a good show for you today, and um, some really exciting news. We've got a new host. Whoop, whoop. Who's this? Kia ora. Kia ora, Kia ora David. Um, my name's Katie. It's great to be here. A um, little bit about me. I work at the Reserve Bank. I'm a communications advisor and I think just passionate about people and getting out the good stories that we have around Wellington. Um, yeah, sharing the good work that's out there. So I'm really excited to be here and to do my first interview. So um, yeah, thanks for the opportunity again. Oh, it's really great to have you on board. Um, looking forward to everything you're going to bring uh, to the show and uh, the interesting people. Um, do you maybe want to give us a, a quick preview of who we'll be speaking to? Sure. So my guest today is uh, Fiona Prestige, who is the manager of the Strathmore Park Community Centres. Uh, Fiona's come from a long history uh, in the police and is now working. has been working at the centres um, for a couple of years. So I'm really excited for Fiona to come here and share her awesome mahi and just the um, yeah incredible work and, and service she's putting into the community in Wellington. So uh, yeah, looking forward to talking to her a little bit later. Mm. Before that, though, we've got a song lined up. Um, we'll just go straight into that. Sure, sounds good. This is uh, Tim Finn with his track Parihaka. Yeah. 
Thanks for being here and sharing your mahi. Um, it's a real pleasure to have you as my first guest, so thank you. Uh, that song, um, Parihaka, you um, asked to be played. Can you just tell us a little bit more about why you chose it, um, why, yeah, why it's special to you? Um, well, I've been back in Wellington 11 years now, but it was for the 13 years before that, I was living in Taranaki, and it was a really significant time and place, like... Um, Bringing up the three kids, I was working in police there and I guess um, my career kind of went upwards and uh, did, um, you know, just professional kind of sense of um, success there. So Taranaki stuff was good, but Parihaka itself was really important and I had the, you know, the um, privilege of going there a few times, um, significant kind of meetings with um, uh, Kaumatua in there and I guess in the context of my, my police work but also um, you know the non-violence, the social justice, the, the deep kind of themes that really resonate for me that's important and I just happened to also be reading a book um, Te Fiti Orongamai and um, The Resistance of Parihaka by Danny Keenan so I'm, I'm just in halfway through that at the moment Amazing, very very cool um, so, Fiona, you've come obviously from a long history in the police and now you're at Strathmore Community Centre as the manager. Can you tell us about that shift? That's quite a big, yeah, change in career yeah. and life, lifestyle. Um, yeah, what what made you, what was the shift and, and why? Well, I, well, vocation's been so important to me and my police work so was and it was over three decades worth. So, mm-hmm. you know, you've got to retire sometime. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I guess as I'd come to thinking, hey, maybe the time is right to, to think about leaving police, um, which is a big decision when you've, you know, I've been there 34 years when, when I retired. But I think I'd always thought I want to work for a community organisation um, after police, however long my career was going to be. I always had that in my mind, I, though the community aspects of policing, family violence, victimisation, youth um, justice work and so forth had, I guess, been some of the dominant um, priorities for me, even though I'd done general command and a whole lot of um, policy work and so forth in the latter parts. So when it was beautiful timing, really, uh, you start looking at ads before I, I handed my notice and I thought, what jobs might be out there? Mm. And man, I was living in Miramar and here was this job, which is just the perfect fit. And as much as working for a large organisation and I guess people's view of police might kind of think it's not 
it's very different to community, but um, a whole heap of it just is really similar. It, it reminds me of very grassroots community policing in a way because you're there very local, interfacing with individuals in whānau and and um, in a sense the outcomes we're seeking, well-being and um, yeah, just the good things in life and showing respect and stuff for all people. They do fit in both the old career mm. and the community centre life. Very cool. Uh, so you've got two centres in Wellington. You've got Strathmore and also Rokawa Street. Can you obviously tell us about Strathmore uh, Park, your community centre, mm. um, but sort of both centres in general, a little bit about, I guess, the why, what they were sort of born out of, what was the need there sure. in your community, um, yeah, your place. Yeah, so they are both um, in Strathmore. Um, one's been there as a community facility for something like 55 years, I think it is. So big, long history mm. in different guises. And the little one, Rokawa, has been there about four years as uh, an operation. So um, both managed um, by the One Trust. Um, but the main hall with, I guess, that classic big wooden wooden um, floored hall is um, has been there serving the community well for many years. And whilst you can kind of hire it for private functions, mm-hmm. I guess that's not really the key priority in our work. We want to often, I guess, partner with other agencies and services and bring, I guess, bring what's available actually out to the suburb and I guess for those in, of your listeners who may not be familiar with Strathmore it's kind of well if you're at the departure lounge at the airport and it's the whole hills just sitting above yep. um, that's Strathmore and in fact the houses you'll see some pretty flash nice newer homes there and you can also see the social housing yep. and it's right at that that kind of top end this very south end up on the hill which is where the Rokawa community centre is and that was, um, yeah, so when that was there for, um, put there four years ago, it was the, the kind of vision by um, city council to have something available that would help the community. Um, where there's no kind of social infrastructure, there's no sports clubs, um, no schools up that end, no churches, kind of, there's a dairy, <laughs> and now there's a community centre. So just really making a facility available. Um, removing those barriers that um, when life's hard at the airport and it's the whole hills just sitting above, yep. um, that's Strathmore. And in fact, the houses, you'll see some pretty flash, nice newer homes there and you can also see the social housing. Yep. And it's right at that that kind of top end, this very south end up on the hill, which is where the Rokawa Community Centre is. And that was... Um, yeah, so when that was there for um, put there four years ago, it was the the kind of vision by um, city council to have something available that would help the community. Um, where there's no kind of social infrastructure, there's no sports clubs, um, no schools up that end, no churches. Kind of there's a dairy, <laughs> and now there's a community centre. So just really making a facility available, um, removing those barriers that. Um, when life's hard, when perhaps even affording a ticket to get on the bus to get to Newtown or Kilburnie to access, um, we might want to access, you know, that can be um, too hard for some. So it's really trying to build that community 
and make services uh, a bit more readily available. The, the bigger hall, I guess we have a range of things happen, so there are those hirers who use it, but there's also, you know, Kaibosh Rescue Food that we that we have a, a team of volunteers distributing. Um, we've got visiting community social workers and you know citizen advice and um, run workshops and try and try and create things that are going to be meaningful and helpful. Create. I guess social connection, no matter what your background is. Um, and then for some others, it might be that opportunity to learn, to grow, to have some um, a bit more of a social need met. Absolutely. That's, um, yeah, that's incredible just to create that sense of home and belonging, I think, for people is just, yeah, so serving and, yeah. And for our suburb, like many, but I think particularly Strathmore, there is that real diversity in background. So it might be a socioeconomic one, but it's also, um, you know, long-term people have lived in the suburb or in Wellington for a long, long time. And then there's those new New, new Zealanders, um, many of um, migrants, especially refugee background, because something like one-third of the housing in Strathmore is social housing, yeah. predominantly Kainga Ora, but some city ha- um, council as well. So that's a sig- that's like one-third you know one third, uh, social housing, yeah. so you know that that means um, there's a real um, unique opportunities, I think, and it doesn't mean just in the sense of thinking of those in social housing, but it's like the whole, integrating the whole community. How can we equally have that sense of pride and belonging sense of place where we are there and I, I like to think the community service can do that so it's not like we are a charity just meeting the needs of a particular need but we like for anyone in the area to be able to participate and do fun stuff maybe contribute as a volunteer maybe just get um, get involved in that amazing stitching group that that craft kind of group we have weekly run by an incredible volunteer but mm. so it doesn't matter whether um, kind of what your background and how life is how complex and difficult or how easy and blessed you've been in life um, you can all pitch in and have fun and do stuff together that's fantastic I was looking um on your website before this interview and so that you've sort of completed this really cool piece of work on the people of um, Strathmore Park, which really took my um, attention as I'm just yeah so fascinated by people and what their story is, um, where they're from. Can you yeah talk a little bit more about that and sort of how the idea came to fruition, what you thought sort of putting out those profiles would really bring and almost was there any, how did it go getting the profiles? Were they a little bit sort of reluctant or yeah, how did that, it's a really cool piece of work. Yeah, that's right. And I think I need to first just give credit to Simon Bowden, the um, chair of our trust. Shout for out to many, Simon. Yeah, absolutely. Um, for many years, he'd carried a kind of a vision to have the different kind of voices, the language, the sayings, just somehow. So this real pride that we have um, for Māori language and that sense of place and everything that Te Māori brings, but also to have those voices woven in and that sense of identity that can come when you see language expressed. So that was kind of Simon for years back, but there was an opportunity just with some community development work and 
wee kitty of some funding that we had that we managed to get um, the, these cool videos out there. Yeah, so it was a bit of a journey finding what was, became 21 different people, wow. Strathmore people, different um, languages and ethnicities there. Um, so many, I guess, were involved in the life of the community centres. Others, we were we just started asking around and finding out. And it was a wonderful journey in itself for the people involved and I think just for many that esteem and that real sense of wow so I'm important enough <laughs> you know some some of them was totally yeah, yeah. translated because didn't have the fluent English to, to, to just speak in English and then insert bits of their own language and so it's a beautiful thing just to I think give that sense of esteem and that visibility and the beauty that comes through that and to see it all come together when you look at the web page with those different people there. Mm. But also I think back to it was in November when we had the big launch of it, when when all those participants gathered together for an event, a launch party. And how amazing it is just to see that microcosm of the world, which is our community. Yeah. And as expressed there and... Um, yeah, we're hugely proud, and please do check out our website yeah, and take a look. see those videos. Yeah, very cool. Um, you've talked to and yeah, touched a little bit on sort of Te Ao Māori and the connection there, and so your centres are overseen by the Strathmore Park Community Centre Trust, and you've got an, an advisory group of Māori supporting the trust, um, representing Te Ao Māori, Māori and advising on Kopapa Māori. Um, yeah, can you talk just a little bit more about? Yeah, their mahi, their role, what they're what they're about, and the connection there—it's obviously a big part of who you guys are. Yeah, um, and that's something that we've been developing the last year or two, I guess, to more authentically um, express what the the boards, you know, the trust's um, sense of commitment and priorities to things Māori, um, and it's an informal network of people rather than a turn up and he, here's your terms of reference and sign on the dotted line. Mm-hmm. But I guess to describe. Something significant happening at the moment. Um, the main old hall on, on Strathmore Ave is going to be renovated, an extensive renovation, happening quite soon, um, funded by council, and a shout out to Wellington City Council <laughs> for that funding. But what we've done is reached out and incorporated um, these real deep cultural insights from a couple of um, um, Māori advisors the Suropu that we've um, kind of connected into. And around, I guess, storytelling that's going to be in part of the design. Even, well, not just the, some of the embellishment sort of pretty artistic elements, but even how we designed the kitchen area and thinking about if we're having a hui, if we're going to do some community cooking together and eating, what's a way that almost, you know, we're, we're not a marae, not trying to be a marae, but, but bringing some of the important... Um, Kaupapa Māori values into even the way the space was redesigned as we were rejigging um, internal walls and so forth. And um, there's a piece of art from a, um, a young Māori artist going on some exterior screens in the front um, corner, which is going to be really prominent, but that too is going to weave in um, local stories. So really proud of that. In a way, I guess that expresses what this advisory group is helping us do. Wow. Very, very cool. Um, I'm just thinking for our listeners, you've obviously got a lot of supporters and volunteers and an amazing team behind you supporting the work you do. Um, just for anyone listening, you've talked about sort of the craft groups and sewing groups. Is 
yeah, what are the ways that we can help and get involved and be a part of the the work you're doing? Is there anything you're you're needing or yeah? Yeah, and I guess it, volunteer. It's not just a question of how can you help the Strathmore Community Centres, mm. but there might be one in your suburb. Yeah, um, yeah. I I just really want think um, to be able to participate locally in some sort of enterprise is a really good thing. You know, many of us, and especially around Wellington, I think commute to work. And you can have your professional life or your social networks that aren't kind of rooted to where you live. Yeah. And I just so encourage people to participate in something local. And for us, I'm not going to say we don't need volunteers. Absolutely. Always. Hey, yeah. shout out for any garden volunteers. Or, but mainly, often it's coordination. So it might okay. be uh, not just pitching in to help pull some weeds and do some new planting, but to like coordinate and help build build up a volunteer team that's often someone who's prepared to take a bit of responsibility yeah. to do a bit of organising um, but I, yeah so I think firstly it's about participation just being involved and from that I think naturally will spring forth that really low level volunteering helping and practical ways where um, I, yeah I think that would be my biggest ask just get involved cool thank you um, absolutely uh, I think just sort of wrapping up, but can you just touch on what is, what gets you up in the morning? What is the best part about your job? Is there something you just think, wow, I'm lucky to do this or I'm really Gosh, making a difference? I'm so <laughs> thankful um, at so many levels. I, I think um, that real purposeful work, and and I love our diverse community, that's huge, and working with a brilliant team. Boy, I've got it, I've got it all. I love it. Fantastic. Um Thank you very, very much, Fiona, for coming on. Um, so interesting to hear about your mahi and your work and just um, serving our local community and encouraging us to get amongst ours. Um, yeah, honoured to have you on as my first guest and to talk about your work. And I'm very hopeful that any gardeners listening will sign up and you'll get heaps of people joining and, and volunteering. And that's all about um, creating positive change. So thank you very much again. And um, check out the website, check out People of Strathmore Park. And uh, that's all from me. And I'm going to pass over to David for his next guest. So thanks, guys. Catch you soon. Uh, kia ora, Katie. Kia ora, Fiona. That was